Hello everyone, welcome to season 2 of the ZotRx podcast, the place where we invite UCI alumni in pharmacy to share their inspiring stories on their road to success. The show is brought to you by Pre-Pharmacy Society at UCI and Ant Eaters in Pharmacy Alumni Chapter, and I am your host, Ryan Kwok. Without further ado, let today's episode begin. Hello everyone, welcome back to the ZotRx Podcast. We're ending our season two with a distinguished yet familiar guest among PPS members. Please welcome the legendary Jenny to the podcast. I don't think I need to do much further introduction, but would you mind briefly telling to those who might just join us this year about yourself? Yes, of course. My name is Jenny. I am currently a P1 at UCSD Skag School of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences. I went to UCI for undergrad, of course, and I graduated in 2021. So very recently, I was the past fundraising chair of PPS. I was also the internal vice president. And lastly, I was the president during my fourth year at UCI. All right. It is truly an honor to have someone I know so well to join me today to conclude the season. So without further ado, let's get this episode started. So first off, would you like to describe a little bit about your life before UCI? Yes. So I was born in California. I was born in Orange County specifically. And I live in California until I was about seven years old. And I moved to Ohio for my dad's job. I lived in Ohio for maybe 10 years or so, and then we actually ended up moving back to California. I think we just liked the environment here a lot more. It's a lot more diverse, and primarily we just had a lot more family here compared to no family in Ohio. So we moved back to California, and I do think it's a really good opportunity for me to see different environments. So I'm glad that I got to live both in California and Ohio for big chunks of my life. I think it's very eye-opening to see all these different cultures. And I think it's made me more open-minded overall. So I think they were both really good experiences for me. That's cool to hear. Like I always imagine myself possibly living in another state and I can't do that because it's definitely a challenge. (laughs) Well, it was a challenge when I come to the US myself when I was in Hong Kong and then like I stayed there for 13 years. Now it's like a new environment. Yeah, I would say our experience is certainly quite similar, but (laughs) I guess we'll move on to something about the UCI experience, Mm -hmm. you know, as you introduce yourself and everyone uh, almost, and PPS knows, your four years at UCI, you spend a lot of time in PPS. What was your first experience joining PPS? To be quite honest, I don't remember my very first experience in PPS. I know that I joined PPS as soon as I could because when I entered DCI, I was very determined and ambitious. In high school, I was quite the opposite in terms of involvement. I was maybe in a couple clubs, but I wasn't very active and I didn't hold any positions. I just primarily focused on my grades. But when I joined UCI, I really wanted to get involved. So every organization that was presented to me at orientation or SPOP, I think I was really perceptive. So I joined PPS as soon as I could, and I never left because PPS is such a welcoming place. 
And I think when I joined, I met so many great board members and they were all kind, welcoming and sweet, which is why I chose to stay. And that's just how the culture has remained. So I'm glad that I got to be a part of that. Sounds great. So we now have a little session where um, you will react to some of your favorite PPS memories from uh, our selected photos. So I guess we just start by going through one of the first images, which is like a combination of images. Um, I guess you can describe what are you doing at that moment and then also as well as like how that moment is significant in your PPS journey. Okay, so I think I made this collage for my last year at PPS. I was presenting about my position, I think, in PPS when I was president, maybe. So this is just a bunch of pictures from my experience in PPS. The first one is when I was member of the week, which is really cool. Um, it's really cool seeing this picture because I was very different back then. And before, when I was in PPS, we would present members of the week. And it's very cool seeing how I've moved from being member of the week to presenting our members of the week. Next, we have a picture of me and my interns. This is when I was internal vice president. This was during our winter retreat. This is a very nice picture and it makes me very happy because it's almost like a little family picture. Um, but they were all very sweet. Ryan's here in this picture too. <laughs> um, next is just a silly picture of me dressed in our pill bottle costume. I'm not sure if we still have this. Do we have it, Ryan? Yes, we do. Because I dressed up as a pill bottle when <laughs> it was um, during the involvement fair this year. So yes, it is still here. It's a very iconic costume. I don't know who made it. I think it was a past board member years ago, but it's a very nice costume. And honestly, I think sometimes people are like, oh, okay, who wants to wear the costume this time? But I thought it was really fun to actually wear it. So I always volunteered. It just makes everything lighter. So I really enjoy it. Next is picture of me as fundraising chair. I think I see Emily here. So either she was fundraising chair and I was helping out or I was fundraising chair. Um, and this is a Banmi and Boba fundraiser. Honestly, it feels like forever ago because we haven't been in person in so long, but it's a very sweet memory. Next is, must be a Halloween photo because I'm carrying a bowl of candy. I think this is one of my favorite memories about PPS, just having holidays that we can participate in, like Halloween. Like you can dress up, you can give out candy and it's not very common now that we're older, but I think it's always fun to keep these activities in play when we grow up because it still makes people happy. And the last one is just a funny photo of me and one of our past board members, Andrew. We're at a um, social event. I think this is at Newport Beach outside of Seaside. I'm carrying a green Thai tea and it's very delicious. And I'm just making a funny face. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess that was bonfire, possibly. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Maybe at night. Yeah. Speaking about the pill bottle, um, I think there is a quote-unquote expiration date written on there, and it's like 2009. So it's a while, while back, and I'm not entirely sure who made that, but I would say the prescription is very much expired. And we now, like, you know, we still do members of the week, well, now we have in-person general meetings. Just to catch you up, you know, we still have like members present mm -hmm. about like just to give a brief introduction, but they don't usually do it 
in front of everyone, just do it like in their seat. Oh. I mean, it's a good way to recognize our dedicated members and their contribution to our organization, you know, throughout the year. And it's just a great way to recognize because I remember when I was member of the week, I was so hyped when Howard, like the historian back then, told me that uh, I was the next member of the week. So excited. And I wanted to present myself in the best way. Mm-hmm. At that time, so it was definitely a great experience, and you know, I went on to do great things for the club. So yeah, I guess we can now move on to the second photo, where it's kind of similar to the mm-hmm. last one that you described with the interns, but it's just more、uh, a professional sense because we are at our board intern photo shoot. How did you feel overall being able to guide the interns to where they are right now? And what was your experience like as the mom figure for the interns during that year? I would say being internal vice president is one of the best positions that I've had. I can't really compare it to president because they are quite different. But being internal vice president is something I didn't know I wanted that bad until I got the position, and I really enjoyed it. Um, funny thing is, I applied for internal vice president as my second choice, and I ended up getting that position. And I'm glad that I got that position over my first choice because I think it suited me a lot more. Something that I enjoy in all the positions that I've held is that I get to use my knowledge and experience to help others. And I think as internal vice president, I was able to do that best. So mentoring or guiding all of the interns that I had. In this photo at our professional photo shoot was a great experience, and I can't say that I've made a significant impact in anyone's experiences or their journey. But I would hope that I guided them in a positive way, or I had a positive impact on them. Very well.、Uh, we'll move on to the third photo, which is kind of a weird photo. But can you explain what's going on here? <laughs> Yes. So in this photo, I'm wearing an egg costume, and I'm making some gestures with my hands, and I'm holding a jack o' lantern bucket with candy in it. So from this description, you can assume it's Halloween, which it is, and we can also see Justin in the background. I think he's a traffic cone. <laughs> um, but yes, this is what I'm talking about. Like what I said earlier, something I really enjoyed about PPS is these. Holidays that we can celebrate together. So, like for Christmas, we had a Christmas or holiday themed social. For Halloween, we dress up in costumes and we have candy. It's just something fun for everyone to do together. And these are the things that I miss.、Um, I don't think we did anything like that in my first year at pharmacy school. So maybe I should try having some more fun with my classmates. But that is something I enjoyed in PPS. And everyone there is just so kind and welcoming. I don't have to feel worried about coming in looking like an egg. You know. Everyone is also looking kind of silly, so it's just a great experience. Yeah, and I'm glad because during that time when I was there, I was like, "What the heck's going on?" <laughs> and now you're one of them. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs>、uh, I guess now we react to the last photo we have. You know, as intern vice president, you prepare for pharmacy school visits. And I was just wondering, like, what was the experience like working with pharmacy school representatives? How was your planning and、um, you know overall execution of the event help members to understand more about different pharmacy school programs and such? Yeah, of course. So I'll first describe the picture we have here. It's a picture of me and also of you, Ryan. 
you look so young for some reason in this photo. It's just like, it's not even that long ago, but we look so different. But this is, I believe, at USC. So I was internal vice president, like you said, and I helped plan this event. I would say working with the representatives from each pharmacy school is a really beneficial experience because you get a lot more comfortable when it comes to speaking with representatives. And this is something that's really important, especially for me. I tend to be a more nervous person. I overthink situations. So practice and just preparation is what helps me become more comfortable. So the position of internal vice president has helped me a lot. I'm a lot more comfortable sending emails, just speaking to them in person because they are people just like us and they're very kind as well. So it's just like a realization point for me and it was very helpful in that sense. In regard to helping the students, I would like to think that these are very helpful for them. Honestly, it was very helpful for me as well. I think all of us are in were in different stages in regard to where we wanted to go to pharmacy school. Some people were sure, some people weren't sure. So I would say these trips that I helped coordinate as, along with the schools were hopefully very helpful in like the aspect of telling them where they want to go or where they don't want to go, because I think both are just as important as the other. Sounds great to hear. Well, we'll move on to, I guess, conclude your experience at PPS. Is that how did PPS build you into the person that you are today? PPS has had a huge impact on the person I am today. Like I mentioned earlier, I wasn't very involved in regard to organizations in high school. So I really changed it up when I came to UCI for college. And PPS is what primarily had the biggest part in this. I was able to grow as a person, both professionally and personally, through the positions I mentioned earlier, like fundraising chair, internal vice president, and president. I think all these positions had their benefits, and I was able to learn so much in each of them. So I would say PPS was a place that really allowed me to achieve my goal of exploring my potential and my own capabilities. Sounds great to hear. Well, I guess... In your years at UCI, there is still other experience outside PPS for your undergrad career. Would you just like to briefly go over them and tell us about how these experiences have helped you grow along the way? Every time I think about my college years, I think about how lucky I was with all the opportunities I got. So I'll just go in chronological order since that makes the most sense for me. So when I joined PPS, I joined as a member. And as a member, you get these emails about opportunities. So through one of those emails, I actually found a pharmacy technician job, which I stayed with three years throughout college. So thank you, PPS, for that. In this position, I was just like a clerk, I guess. And then my pharmacist said I would be able to grow a lot more as a technician. So that encouraged me to get my technician license, which I did. And with that license, I was able to continue working there for about three and a half years. I started winter of my first year and concluded the position spring of my fourth year. So I would say that's a little over three years. And that position was very beneficial. I think it's very important to get hands-on experience in the field that you plan on pursuing. Moving on, I was also a PAA, so I was a peer academic advisor. This is a position I really enjoyed. I actually wanted to be a PAA ever since I heard of the position. So ever since my first year, I wanted to apply to be a PAA. And then I found out you can't apply to be a PAA until your second year. So I had to wait until my second year to apply, even though I wanted to apply as a first year. 
And just to briefly explain that, the reason you can't apply when you're first year is because you need to have experience and knowledge to advise others. And as a first year, you probably don't have all those experiences. So I applied to be a PAA my second year, and I was fortunate to get the position. And this position was very unique because it wasn't pharmacy related. So I was able to grow a lot more in different areas that maybe I wasn't growing as much in as a pharmacy technician. So as a peer academic advisor, you primarily work with your team and you advise students. And through speaking with and advising so many students, I was able to really grow and build on my soft skills, which was really fantastic. And then the last experience I want to talk about is the vaccine clinic at UCI. So this is actually in my fourth year, my last year at UCI. I believe it was winter quarter. They had sent out an email about looking for pharmacy technicians to volunteer at the UCI vaccine clinic on campus that was going to be happening for COVID. So they were giving out COVID vaccines. And like I mentioned earlier, I tend to be kind of a more nervous person. I don't like going out of my comfort zone, but I know that it's very important for me in order to grow. So although I hadn't experienced anything like this before and I wasn't sure if I'd be good at it per se, I still did it. And I'm very glad that I did, which is why I continue to try taking advantage of opportunities because this experience I got was so unique. And I honestly don't think I'd get an experience like this again. My goal was to draw up vaccines. And although it may seem very simple of a task, there's so much more that comes into play when you're a part of a team like this. So I think I was able to learn so much. And everyone I met, I felt like was a role model to me, which is so significant. Everyone made me feel so comfortable. They made me feel confident and cared for, which is so important wherever you work and whatever positions you hold. You want to be able to be supported by those that work around you. And this was the prime example of what kind of setting I'd want to work in in the future. So this is a really good experience for me. So yeah, it definitely sounds great. You know, you have so much different experiences, not just, you know, on a pharmacy professional sense, but also in all these types of areas. And it's definitely very beneficial for a lot of undergrads who may be looking for like an internship or, you know, looking for a part-time job to enhance their experience and a profession that they're looking for. Um, you know, these experiences are so significant to one's, you know, not just like a CV, but like overall experience in terms of how you want to manage and help yourself grow. So I guess now we can move on to pharmacy school. And first of all, we'd like to ask, how was your application process to pharmacy school? And were there any significant challenges along the way? I think I was very lucky in my experience when it comes to applying for pharmacy school because I honestly don't think there were any challenges. And I'm not saying it's because I'm good or anything. It's just because I started early. And I want to emphasize that. I think starting early is very important. I think the past people in PPS, like the past board members, always advised me to start early and they emphasized it so much. I think many of us are like, yeah, whatever, start early, but maybe we get caught up in other things. So I tried my best to actually start early and take their advice into consideration, and I did. I started right when it opened, actually started preparing before it opened, and I asked for my letters of rec early. I gave them an ample amount of time, and still I was able to submit my application early. I think I submitted it in August. And I think that's really good time for me because it's still during summer. I don't have that much to worry about. 
And thankfully, I wasn't taking summer classes at the time, so I just had time on my hands to do that. And therefore, I didn't have any challenges. I think the only thing I had to worry about during school was interviewing, which is you know, a common occurrence for us. People interview when they have other things going on. So overall, I'd say my application process was fantastic, and I encourage people to start early. Great, great advice. Cause you know, I, I'm I'm currently starting, but you know, it's just during the school year. It's a little bit hard to work on stuff like that. Now you got accepted, and you know, what was the decision behind choosing UCSD? So I had a lot of trouble when it came to applying, but I eventually figured out what I wanted. And I wouldn't put too much pressure on figuring out where you want to go because I think you figure it out over time. I didn't have to do so much work as to figure out where I wanted to apply to. But once the time came, I knew I wanted to apply only to two schools. So of course, UCSD was one of them. And the other one was just one that was more closer to my home. There were many great qualities to both schools, but I ultimately chose UCSD because I wanted to experience life away from home. I think both programs were fantastic. They were very similar in terms of programs. But I chose UCSD because throughout my time at UCI, I commuted. So I never got to experience living on my own. And I feel like this is something that was really important to me. Everyone has like different things that they look for. But for me, this is an experience that I wanted because I think it would have a big impact on my person and my growth and just my individuality, I guess. I think being at home, I don't know how much I rely on my mom or my family. So I wanted to be able to try things out for myself. So that's the primary reason I chose UCSD, but of course every program has their perks and there's many other things to look. So obviously everyone makes this decision differently, but that's my decision. Again, you know, you being accepted into UCSD is obviously a great thing. And, you know, in your position, you were able to grow a lot in terms of, you know, holding different positions. Uh, within your class. So I guess now I can ask, how does it feel to be the class president and what other experiences have you had with your fellow peers at UCSD so far? It feels good. I think as a leader, especially in the position of president, you can feel a lot of pressure. And this pressure isn't necessarily from others. It can be something that's entirely made up in our own heads. You know, you think, oh my gosh, president is such a big title. So you may even make up this own pressure that you feel. So I think it's, I think being president of anything is great, actually, but it can be stressful knowing the strength of your position and how much other people rely on you. It's really important to recognize your own skills when you do carry the position of president or in any position because you want to be confident and you want to believe in yourself because, you know, why would you want a president that doesn't believe in yourself or doesn't believe that they can handle the tasks? So that's something that's really important being president. And I Thank PPS for this because I think through PPS, I've been able to build my own confidence and realize my own potential and capabilities, which has allowed me to do my best in the position of class president now. In regard to other experiences I've had with my fellow peers at UCSD, I honestly think it's a bit difficult because of COVID. I think some people may not be as comfortable, including myself, in certain situations just because we're used to being isolated because we want to be safe. So I think this is something that requires some adjustment. And it's not just me, it's also some of my classmates. But I do think that 
going through this experience with them has made us grow in other ways and bond in other ways. What helps is that my class is very kind and friendly. Everyone is really welcoming. So that makes it very easy to meet other people and just get along. And depending on your class size, it may be more crucial than others. But at UCSD, our class size is about 70. So I think it's really important to have a good foundation with everyone and be friends with everyone because you rely on each other and you look towards each other for help when you need it. So I'm glad that I have the classmates that I do. In regard to professional events or professional meetings, we have a lot of those as well. I've been to a few conferences and honestly, depending on who you ask, it may be a, a huge change. But for me, it was just like another conference kind of like because PPS has prepared me for big events like pre-pharmacy day. I was way more nervous for pre-pharmacy day actually than the conferences that I've attended at UCSD because, you know, like when you're planning it yourself, it's a huge thing. And also I think maybe because we were less experienced, it might be more stressful. So thankfully, because of experiences like that in PPS, when I come to conferences at UCSD, I'm like, okay, it's time to be social. It's time to speak to these people and be professional. And it's just another fun thing to do. So I think PPS for that as well. Sounds great to hear. Lastly, we'll move on to the part, you know, you're still P1. You have a very long journey to go ahead of your pharmacy career. Uh, what field of pharmacy are you currently considering or looking into? And I guess, what would you tell yourself in 10 years of time? This is a tough question because like you said, I am P1. I don't want to say that I know what I want to do because I know that's just going to come back to bite me. <laughs> I think a lot of interns that I've spoken to or a lot of pharmacy school students that are in maybe their third or fourth year, they'll always say, what you think you want to do is maybe not what you end up doing. And I keep on hearing that again and again. So I don't want to be someone that's closed off to other options. So I'm keeping my options open, but based off of what I know about myself and my interests, I think I would be interested in specializing in possibly psychiatry, mental health, the reproductive health. I think these are all topics that seem interesting to me and I just have to do my best to try to gain experiences or just learn more about these areas before I go into them because of course it's a big decision to make. And I would have to go through residency if I want to specialize in these things. So they are big decisions, but I'm trying my best to stay involved with organizations that we have. Some are very tailored to certain specialties, which is very helpful. And I also think I might be interested in ambulatory care. So perhaps ambulatory care and specializing in these um, topics mentioned, because I do enjoy patient interaction from what I've experienced so far. I had my rotation at a chain pharmacy, a chain retail pharmacy, and although I didn't love it, I really enjoyed the part where I got to speak to patients. For example, when I was vaccinating them for the COVID vaccine, I really, really enjoyed speaking to them because you meet someone new and it's always exciting because it's never the same. So that's something I really liked about that. So I thought that I would enjoy patient interaction positions. And overall, I would just say those are my current ideas, but I'm trying to keep my options open. Oh, and about what I would tell myself in 10 years time. Honestly, I think I would just tell myself that whatever it is I'm doing, I hope that I really love what I do because it can be very hard to go into work when you don't enjoy the work that you do. So I hope that I'm passionate about what I do and that I love it because I think I have a lot of potential to 
help others. And if I have the passion, I know that I can make a difference. So I, I hope that whatever it is I end up doing, I love it and that I have a supportive group around me because that's really what helps in the hard times. So I hope that I have loved ones around me that I care for and that care for me back. So Jenny, as we conclude the season, any comments or thoughts? Yes. So firstly, I want to thank you, Ryan, for having me on this podcast. It's a very unique experience and I'm glad I got to be a part of it. Regarding tips for whoever's listening, take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you or the opportunities that are presented to you. Like I've mentioned multiple times throughout this recording, I think that's what's helped me the most in becoming and shaping who I am today. Just going outside of my comfort zone and being able to take a step and take advantage of those opportunities. Because although it may seem uncomfortable, because it's uncomfortable, you know that that's an area you can improve and grow on. So I would say try to keep an open mind and be open to things that maybe you won't be open to typically. Because it's very important to know what you want. And also what you don't want. You may think, I'm not going to try this because I don't like it. But if you've never tried it, you wouldn't know. And many interns, like I mentioned earlier, have said, I didn't think I'd like this, but I actually ended up liking it once I tried it. So there can be many experiences like this that you could be missing out on if you don't take advantage of opportunities. So that's what I would encourage. It's just as important to know what you don't like as it is to know what you do like. And... The other piece of advice that I want to give is that make sure you take care of yourself. I think that no one is put on this earth to take care of you throughout your whole life except you. So be sure to take care of yourself. And I know for some people it's very difficult, but to them, I would just suggest treat yourself like how you treat your friends. Many people treat their friends so well, but when it comes to themselves, they may not. So I would think of yourself in this way because... There's no reason why you wouldn't take care of yourself like you take care of your friends, right? So that's what I would encourage everyone to do. And thank you, Jenny, for the conclusion. It is wonderful to have you back. And truly, I appreciate you a lot as a mentor and a friend across these years at PPS. I want to give a sincere thank you to everyone for tuning in to our podcast. Here, I would also like to give an update on the future. As some of you may know, this will be my last year hosting this amazing show. And I will want to give the opportunity to shout out to all guests as well as the listeners with their immense support. It is not a complete goodbye here, but a see you soon instead as I will be developing new programs and platforms in the topic of pharmacy in the future. So please stay tuned to announcements. And one last time, Ryan Zod out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ZotArx podcast. You can learn more about us as an organization by going to our website at sites.uci.edu pharmacy and follow us on our social media. You should also check out our coordinating partners, Anti-Digital Pharmacy Alumni Chapter, OCPHA, and Pharmacy, IT, and Me through the individual media. See you next time. Zot out.